In Dumeria, a land with no adventure and no heroes, will our dummies find their way? Welcome to Adventuring for Dummies. Hello everyone and welcome back to the next episode of Adventuring for Dummies. Uh, we are finally on number 10. We're double digits. Woo! Can I get a whoop whoop? Whoop whoop. Huzzah. Uh, it's, it's very, it's much easier to get to double digits than triple digits, but let's hope we're whoop whooping once we also get to triple digits. Um, I am your dungeon master and host of this silly little adventure, Gary Feehan. Hi, I'm Dave McTighe, and I'm playing the Elven Gunslinger, Darby Flashgear. The best Elven Inventor in Gizmobrook. And not just because I'm the only Elven Inventor. <laughs> Naps! Yes! Yes! <laughs> uh, hi, I'm Dave McEnroe. I'm playing Gwen Cobbleston, the Demiborn Wizard, Master of Disguises. Because I used that spell that time. Yeah. You, yeah, yeah, you did. I'm David Sheeran, and I'm playing Ivor Ironclad, Dwarven Fighter, and Recent Antiquing Enthusiast. Ooh. Yes. And I'm Billy Stewart, playing Stefan Shepard, Human Clark, Barbarian, and my pet goat, Ramsey. <laughs> One stance, the other does the fetal position for a while, so. He sure does. I will. I have one request that you get higher and higher and higher in your register every time you say clerk as we go along until, until only goats can hear it. <laughs> That'd be great. I'll just stay quiet and be like, wow, <laughs> so high. It's so high. So known. <laughs> but yeah. maybe maybe in between we 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 have uh, like we digitally pitch it for Oh, that'd be very good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, I will we'll auto tune learn how to do that, possibly. Yes, turn you into Pavarotti. Now that's a D and D character, Barbarian Pavarotti. Um, anywho, we digress. So, little recap to get us all situated again for the this episode. So last time we started off with Gwen running back to the Oakwell Library. A spark of inspiration told her to check who else had previously taken out the tomes that they were looking at. Gemma Garrity was the name that she found, and consulting Indigo, Gwen came to the conclusion that Gemma was probably the mage that was attempting to resurrect Ild Iolin. Returning to the Blooming Barking Inn, Gwen and Ivar found Darby already there. Darby filled them in on Stefan's whereabouts and current situation. Yikes. The three then exchanged info on BB, ruins and holy symbols and all the other little bits they found out in the last little while. In this time, Stefan was up in his room looking for ink and paper to pen a letter to his father. Being in the mindset he was in, he couldn't find anything and trashed the room in the process. When the others went to check on Stefan, they found him in the fetal position, surrounded by spilled ink, scattered papers, and displaced furniture. Gwen and Ramsey, however, eventually convinced Stefan to get up off the floor and post the letter. They then tidied the room up as best they could with the help of Gwen's quill. Then later downstairs, Darby, Gwen, and Ivar chatted 
on their next steps while Stefan sat beside them and stared into the distance. They convinced Darby to stick around and help out, looking into BB and potentially some other ruins. They made a plan, and that plan was to investigate the potential fence at Hawkshaw's family butchers. Ivar and Gwen went full deception as they attempted to figure out who was the fence without making it too obvious. Ivar ordered a lot of meat. I mean, a lot of meat. And Gwen used her new powers to scan the minds of the workers. However, one such figure was shielded from her spell. Ivar showed off some of his colorful wares, and this caught the attention of someone, as he then got a message in his mind a moment later, telling him to go around back and through the door. The two did just that, but not before Gwen disguised herself as one of the Hawkshaw sons. Ivar proceeded down the creaky stairs into the basement. There, he met a Goliath that told him not to look so worried and go on in, as they pointed to the door which they were guarding. Inside this room, Ivar was met with a spectacular sight, a room full of antiques. Ivar then met Greg Hawkshaw, the proprietor of Shaw's. At least that's the name he put on this place. Ivar and Greg talked shop and bonded over their mutual interest in antiques. Ivar probing Greg a little bit was unsuccessful as Greg was very protective of the identities of his associates. But he was very happy to buy some of Ivar's nice items. After making a potential new acquaintance, Ivar returned to Gwen upstairs and the other boys. However, Stefan was nowhere to be seen, and in his wake was a confused Darby. And that is where we are now, standing in the marketplace outside of Hawkshaw's as Ivar and Gwen approach Darby. Okay, I don't think I'm a confused Darby. I'm just standing there against the lamppost, just slouching, looking very nonchalant and just, yeah. <laughs> A nonchalant derby, then. Let's go with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, and, um, I'll tell you how my character's feeling, Gary. <laughs> sorry, yeah. Good <laughs> voice from the uh, sky. You never just, should listen to them. Just as I see them um, come across out of the shop or through the car, or alleyway and towards me, I just try and catch their eyes, and I just put my finger to my lips to be quiet, and I just um, do a symbol just for, like, a drink, and just point the way cool if he does that i will just keep going the way he pointed and rather than meet up with him yeah yeah fair enough um i'm going to yeah i'm going to hang back behind the two of them and i'm going to just see if they've been followed or anything if there's anyone actually tailing them give me a perception idea I would love to have said that I had thought of that, but I definitely had not. <laughs> Perception is 17. 17. Yeah, so the area is still pretty busy. Um, it's getting towards the evening time, but it's still uh, everything is still open. Um, you hang back and with your keen marksman's eyes, give a look around, and you don't see anyone out of the ordinary. You don't think there's anyone following you. Okay. That's relieving. <laughs> so I take it you're heading towards the inn. Yeah, if you did drink symbol and point it, I probably would and be like, 
Do you know why he wants us to go? Where, where did Stefan go? Do, do you have any ideas? I have, uh, I have two thoughts. A, like Darby lost them, or B, like, most hopefully, like Dar Darby just kind of like asked Stefan to go ahead of us. Like, yeah. You know, I really don't know how he could have lost him. So I hope it's the other thing. But you know, I'd, yeah. I'd be impressed yeah. either way. I suppose. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say, uh. Isn't this cool? And then I just keep like changing the colors of my eyes as long as disguise self lasts. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, that is actually that is Look, that's it's actually pretty impressive. in that class. It's purple. Yeah, nice. <laughs> just like yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And I guess we go back. Yeah, like yeah. if he's yeah, if he's if he's specifically tailing behind us, and it looks like you know what I mean. He's, you know, he kind of wants us to stay apart from him. I think that's, I think she'll just be good with that. Yeah. Cool. Make, making your way back to the Bloom Barking Inn. Um, Stefan, what are you up to? We had a little bit of what you ran away to do, but what, uh, what are you still doing now that you're over there? How long after this would it be? Or... Good question. So you probably. You have a good few minutes, maybe 20 minutes, probably before they come back. You maybe, not that you would know, but you probably went legging it five to 10 minutes before they came back out of the basement. Oh, okay. I'd say he's working on the form in his uh, bedroom then, or dorm. Just uh, frantically lost yourself in the rhythm of filling out forms. and. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Perfect. So yeah, you make your way back. Uh, you find the inn getting a little bit busier. As I said, it's coming to evening time. Um, he's not downstairs. Bedroom. Hopefully. Yeah, right. hopefully. Well, like I don't, I don't see where else it could be. But do you want me to go check this time? Because you, you, you were in there last. Uh, yeah, I, I don't mind if you want to give it a go. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I'll. I, yeah, I'll check. I'll check him out. I'll see if he's okay. So best uh, luck. Yeah, I'll. Uh, thanks. So yeah, Ivor will head on up, and he's just gonna kind of quietly like knock on the door. Uh, that where Stefan is. And you get it. You get. You hear a little horn knock on the door as well, and then it swings open as Ramsey goes. Oh, thank you, Ramsey. And yeah. Hey, Stefan, how are you doing? Hey, Ivar. Um, good. Good. Sorry about before. Oh, yeah, don't worry about it. Don't. Um, it's completely understandable. It's totally normal. So I guess you're not missing anymore. We're, what? So uh, that's good. Yeah. Um, we're, we're, yeah, we're fine. No. Um, I've got good news for you, uh, but maybe we should like talk about when Darby gets here. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's grab some lunch. Um, oh yeah. And then yeah. sheepishly start to walk towards the door, uh, or goatfully. Sheepishly. <laughs> goatfully. Yes. Goatfully. <laughs> goatfully. I don't know why that came to my head. <laughs> Um, oh, Agony, that's what that song is. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Ivar, Ramsey, and Stefan make their way back downstairs. And Darby, you arrive in shortly afterwards. 
uh, still seeing no one tailing you as you give one final look to the crossroads before you enter into the Blooming Barking Inn. Okay, uh, and as I go in, I just signal to the bar for a drink, just click my fingers. <laughs> find the table. Okay, one, what were you doing? And two, are you like an alcoholic? Because you were the one telling me that I was like a bar fly or whatever it was the last time, and now you just like, every time we're in here, drink, drink, drink. It's like the middle of the day. I'm on holidays. Knew that was going to be your answer. How did I know that? Anyway. You just drink Point. loads at once. I just have one now, one then, whenever. It's not all together. I suppose, yeah. Two different approaches. Uh, anyway, what was I at? I was checking that you didn't have a tail. Oh, oh like that's what you wrote. Physical. Yeah, cool, got you. The person following you, tail. And didn't see anyone out of the ordinary. So what did you get? Uh, I I got a lot of information, mostly. Um, no so chops, sausages, oh, uh, no, no, I got a, I got a lot of that. Don't oh, worry. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Multiple uh, tenderloins, um, eel. I got plenty of rashers, plenty of sausages. Um, I think we're I think we're good. I didn't get any exotic meats and no giant meats. I just, I I always find that just a bit too kind of like uh, rough for me. But sorry if if anyone would have preferred that. I should have asked beforehand. Now I'm just impressed you went through with the whole okay. ruse. Like you didn't have to buy the meat. It was great. You know, stick into character. I love it. Yeah. Well, that <laughs> and I I you know I, I I asked the son like his son to prepare a whole lot of meat. I I would I would feel bad if I just kind of left it there. You know. Anyway, uh, we, we we can have a barbecue tonight or tomorrow. All right. Anyone have a barbecue? And anything else? Oh, oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, anything got, under the counter? Yeah. Yes, yes. Plenty of stuff under the counter. Um, in including um, well, I'll start. Uh, they had a massive kind of store underneath dedicated to antiques, is what he was calling it. Uh, just a load of like like ancient relics of pre and early post silence era like antiquities just like like so many so much stuff down there it was kind of unreal i'm kind of still a bit like oh. stunned by it to be honest um to see all of that like i've been here for multiple i've been here for multiple years and i didn't know that was there i'm i'm very embarrassed i feel I don't know. I feel like I'm discovering this place for the first time in a way. I don't know what that would say about well, you as a person if you didn't know it was there. Okay. And he was selling these? He was He was sell he was selling and buying. In fact, I actually sold him some stuff. That uh oh, that well. painting and one of the free goblets. Okay, mm -hmm. so maybe our deal is off. Uh not quite, not quite. Um so the shop, I... the very idea you pitched me has already been done. It's like there's another level below everything we know, which is quite unusual. Mm. Well, kind of like speaking with him, it seems like there is at least some kind of trade it, trade interested in it. However, I'm I kind of get the impression the le I'm not entirely certain of the legality of it all, but I'll have to kind of look into that more. Uh, my the whole the big things I discovered down there was. They when it, like I found the actual painting of um, Moradin and 
you know, M Morden's champion from that ruin. You know, I found oh, a painting. Ah, so that was gone before we came. Exactly. But right, so I found no. Mm -hmm. Exactly. But I found no actual, like, evidence that they've been to any of the other ruins we discovered. Okay, good sign. Oh, so they, either, so they haven't sold it yet or they haven't been there. Pretty much. But since, like, they can't have been in the Morden Temple long. Because. Yeah. No. Yeah. True. Otherwise, Especially, yeah, they, if they were only raised at the time. Yeah. 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 So generally speaking, I think we're we've got a good like we got a good chance to kind of like if I think if we follow up on either of those temples we know about, maybe even check the Pelor before we leave, just to be careful. Um, yeah. I think we can catch BB in the act. You know. Yeah, I think it's okay, a good I idea. Two question. Sure, go for it. Number one, did Gwyn know all this, or she just listened to this for the first time? First time, I'd say. Yeah. Ah. Well, he told me a little I, bit when we came out of the shop. About, that's why I asked you about the meat. Oh, I, I didn't mention anything about the meat before. No, that's why I asked. Just, just I wanted to see if Gwyn's head would explode. If she oh. was just going to get impatient and want to find out everything, and yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know he went and he did something. It's all right. I'm not. I'm not that impatient, am I? Ah, you held it together quite well. Hmm. well I think my uh, own impatience you. actually, actually, kicked in, and I wanted to find out. Hmm. I could have, should have went on longer to see if you'd crack, but no. Ah. And the second I... question is. Oh yeah. Did he seem like a dodgy guy? He he seemed like a very earnest and passionate person who was sort of aware that what they were doing was, at the very least, frowned upon in polite society. Well, but we had a ring on that a... stopped him from letting me read his mind, so yeah. he he's definitely knows That's... he's not he's not in simple anyways, you know, not in his trifle, what I'd no. say. But he's he's a how do I put this? He is cautious. He was actually like when we finished talking and I was just taking a look around the place, just out of curiosity, and to see if there was anything that you know he might have not noticed was from one of those temples. He did kind of keep his eye on me when he was just kind of going over the painting. But like as a as like as a personal kind of judge of character, I feel like he's a like he's a he's a decent person like he didn't tell me about bb but at the same time that just seems to be kind of almost like a professional privacy mm. you know gotcha okay so you can trust him with your side of the business as well i think so i think so um on that topic i do have some funds to divide for us i was able to sell uh some of the Stuff we picked up for about two hundred gold, so about fifty gold each for now. Or we can oh, wow. look into I don't know, in, investing this into a into our potential joint venture. I are, are you What's sure? Like, I don't know. I, I didn't really help you grab everything when we were in there, so you don't have to share it. You know, like it's it's uh like honestly, this is this is all a, a collective effort. Like if I went down into that. Morden Temple on my own. I'd I'd be dead. I wouldn't be able to handle two skeletons, two ba bandits, and uh, you know that 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 wizard and yeah, whatever the know. rest of them were. Yeah, it was a bit, it was a lot. 
Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> yes, you, you're welcome, I guess. Um, mm -hmm. What well, wonderful. Yeah, well, uh, you know, I'll take 50 beans if I can get 50 beans. Okay. 50 golden beans. 50 beans. So um, I will hand that up. Sweet. Um, maybe just for the rest of the day, we could just check out the mausoleum and the Pelo Temple. I don't want to do anything too crazy. Uh, Stefan, does that sound okay to you? You know, I, I know you've gone through a lot today, and I just want to make sure that you are a okay and on board. I, I don't want to push you to do anything that you know you don't feel up for. Yeah, no, that sounds um, good. Cool. I I I think I've gotten that out of my system. Thank you for your support during that. Cool. No, no, it's perfectly yeah. fine. Right? It's understandable. Oh, oh, yeah. Good. Um, a good run. I I missed my exercises this morning, so that couldn't have helped. So. Um, yeah, yes, spread it all out, you know. Yes. Um, I don't know if we told Stefan to get that forum. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if we told Stefan everything yet. Amongst everything else, but like, yeah, we will give him yeah. like a play by play, I guess, if we hadn't, <laughs> just to make sure. Yeah. On the way there, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, we did have time on oh. the way, yeah. So yeah. there, that now, yeah, he's filled in. <laughs> he's filled in. Uh, cool. What, what are you going straight to the mausoleum? Are you going to the Pelor Temple? Are you going to do some shopping with all your new money? Money. Um, well, I would like to pick up a potion if it's on the way to the mausoleum or if it's on the way to the temple, whatever's like, you know. Uh, yeah, you can take them Smart up. directionally, yeah. <laughs> map it out properly. Um, they're in two different directions, but uh, you can, there's, there's shops everywhere. So. Sweet. I will pick up two potions of regular healing if I can. Yeah, and I think, what did I price them at last time? I have this written down somewhere. I thought what it was 40, but I don't know. Was it? It was yeah, a bit was a cheaper. Bit. It's forty we'll cents, right? I think it might have even been cheaper it, than them. Is it thirty or thirty-five? Um, we'll go with thirty for now. Okay, sweet. And if it's more, I'll just take more money off you later. Okay, so I'll spend sixty then to get two, if that's okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. Love me some little potions. Um. Sweet. Anyone else want to do any other bits of shopping? Uh, healing potions would definitely do me as well. Um, yeah. uh, sorry, so it was uh, 30 gold, is it, for? Or for um, a regular, yeah. Uh, and how much is a greater? 150. Let's just do two regulars then. I think. I, I have this written down somewhere. It might even be cheaper than that, but that's what I have for now. You can always give us the money back. They're, oh, uh, they're a good bit more short, expensive. Does this count as a short resty time as well? Just if I can arcane recovery, that'd be sweet. Yeah. Because, you know, we're just yeah. chill shopping. Wants to take just a, chill. If you want to take a short rest, that's totally fine. Sweet. You back. probably, like, had a meal cool. and a drink anyway in the, in the inn, you know, have your a late lunch, mm -hmm. early dinner. Mm -hmm. Cool. So what would... Um... Healing potions generally be used for in this world. Would it be like um, just workplace accidents or something? <laughs> That's a very good point. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, guards would use a lot of healing potions. Um, just as medicines, like if you have a if you have a cold, 
here's a healing potion. They're very expensive, but people are rich in this part of the world. And they're just it's quick, a cure-all. quick fixes to, to like small ailments. Oh, so there and is still danger. It's not like the city is super safe. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's still like monsters that like people have to go fight, but guards, yeah. guards are the people, highly trained, very, very strictly certified. Seeing this is like uh, even next to Laurel Bank, I imagine like the healing potions, like probably as part of like just studies, a lot of healing potions just get made haphazardly as well. Yeah, yeah. There's there's also a paranoia for a resurgence of the silence. So there's just too much stock of healing potions. Ah, yeah. Mm. So it's like we're at the Coke factory and there's Coke everywhere. Mm. Or should I say uh, off-brand cola? Off-brand cola factory. <laughs> yeah. Don't know if. Co- <laughs> also, we're not saying it's full title, so uh, don't think the- Coke is going to come down on us. It's fine. Mm. Coke is not a trademark term. <laughs> yeah. The fizzy pop. Yeah. A popsy. <laughs> if we're big enough for a company to come down on us, I'll be happy. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. it'll, be, it'll be a great day for the parish. It'll be a great day for the parish. <laughs> okay, so potions and then, I don't know, mausoleum, yeah. I guess? Did Ivor, did I you want to pick would... up something? Or... Yeah, I wanted to just pick up a grappling hook real quick. Just after yeah. that one kind of instance where I was thinking of climbing a, uh, a chimney, I figured I should probably have something that will make this easier. Yeah, that's no problem. Cool. Whatever the price for that is in the in the book, two gold apparently. So yeah, it's it's still specifically crafted iron. So you know, that's true. Still some bit of bit of heft to it. Mm-hmm. Excellent. So then you're heading to the mausoleum. A nice. Yeah, or Peller, whichever is I don't know closest, I suppose. Um. Pelor is probably a little bit closer. Closer. <laughs> um, uh, Pelor, closer. Uh is probably a little bit closer, but you do know this. It's called the Church of Saint Julius, um, oh. and it closes not during daylight hours, and it's getting pretty dark at the moment. Okay, so go there first, basically. So probably head there first. Hmm? Sweet, heading there. Perfect. Mm-hmm. So you head. Um, so it's kind of the center of um, the center of the city, close enough to where you were previously, Ivar, when you were having your jaunt around, looking at all the different temples. Uh, is a quite large, um, almost cathedral building called the Church of Saint Julius. Julius, oh, not you, just. Clarification. J E L I O U S. J. One second. <laughs> Maybe I've just spelled Jellius. Jellius. Julius. J U L I O S. Oh, J U L I U S. O S. Yeah. Oh. Anyway. Yeah, so you make your way, um, make your way, and you see this big church, uh, this big almost cathedral-like temple to um, of Pelor, uh, in the name of Saint Julius. 
Is there anything so small making that a way up the anything small that you can swipe? Yeah, uh, you're not even in the building yet. Give me a yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the lookout. Um, the, it's it's quite busy. Um, it's this is actually quite a it's like a tourist attraction as well almost. So as you're walking up the steps to the church, um, there's a lot of people fanning out as things are starting to die down inside it but there's still kind of a lot of humdrum around the area. Um, you make your way in, you see the big sign and a stone motif of what you assume to be um, St. Julius above the archway as you make your way through and into the church itself. The first thing you see is a small circle of people gathered around a central point in the church and as you make your way closer you can see that what they're looking at is glass and there seems to be part of the floor that's made out of glass and you look up and at the far end from where you enter is an almost dome-like circular piece of stained glass ginormous that however way it's engineered by probably excellent gnomes the light always is captured and brought in and streamed right down to this glass piece in the floor. Getting up close now to the glass and looking through the still illuminated um, glass panel, you can see below you a large stone sarcophagus. And um, just hearing people talk in the humdrum, you quickly realize that this, what you're looking at is St. Julius's resting place. Right, so there's definitely one here. It's a bit... It's still here. Yeah, but it's a bit like obvious, isn't it? It's like right in the middle, right in front of everyone. This one's the real ballsy one if they want to go for it, right? Possibly. Um, what is St. Julius known for? Like, would, would they have been someone comparable to a champion? Is there a pamphlet? Um... Almost as you think of that, um, a uh, someone comes up beside you and goes, ah, first time at the temple? Yeah. Would you come yes. Out? Sorry, um... <laughs> don't, mean, don't, mean, don't mean to startle you. Um, I'm Pastor Prudence. Um, I'm here if you have any questions about um, the glorious St. Julius. Glorious St. Julius. Take it away, Oliver. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, I... Tell me all about uh, St. Julius. Are they, and uh, I guess specifically their their relationship with Pelor themselves? Um, oh, of course. Um, St. Julius is a, um, a herald almost of Pelor and was a champion of his divine holiness. Um, many, many years ago, he was a healer and a community leader that would walk around these areas helping people with his holy divine light um the another name for him is, or his add-on to his name is saint julius of Laurelbank, and we believe that that's where the city gets its name is from Laurelbank because he loved this area and used to use the natural remedies of the laurel leaf, even before modern medicine used to use it in helping and healing people. And here is where he congregated in his final days. And here is where he is buried. And that's why uh, we have the Temple de Pelor here today. 
to honor him as a symbol of what Pelor truly means, which is light and life and happiness. Oh, so he's like super mega old, like real old and dead, obviously. Yes. Um, a lot of the recorded histories have been, uh, have unfortunately untranscribable, but many, many years, definitely dating uh, pre-silence. Hmm. Wow. So like you built the city up around this like temple, so to speak, kind of thing. So it's like one of the oldest things here. Yes. The, the part we're looking down at is um, an old pre-silence room that uh, we had um, repurposed, um, but we have sealed most of it off and we've built this new um, structure and uh, this new structure and show of our appreciation to Pelor around it and also to St. Julius himself. Wow, so the original like, bits are down below there, like there's like rooms and stuff. Um, very few. You can still access the, well, not the general public, um, but members of the clergy can still access the tomb to, you know, clean it and make and upkeep it. Um, but apart from that, there's no access below everything. Mm-hmm. Um, everything we use today in our daily worship and our daily prayer is all in this new building above it. Wow, that's so cool. Is there anywhere we should like, avoid? You know, I don't want to like step in somewhere I'm not supposed to go. <laughs> um, anywhere that has an open door is absolutely fine. Um, any other areas, private areas of the clergy or other areas that are not for general use by the public um, will be obvious. So no worries there. Okay. Perfect. Uh, you mentioned... Just kind of, uh, I'm sorry, I'm I'm sort of a historian. Um, you you mentioned something about uh, the old writings. Uh, I realize it's all like largely untranslatable, but do you happen to have any modern transcriptions of anything? I would be like incredibly interested in in reading, or at least at least having a go of trying to translate some texts. Of course, I'd be happy to return them if I were to have any luck. Um, I'm afraid um, none of that is for um, general public use. We have members of the clergy working as best as they can under the light um, to keep to try their best to translate some of those. But um, I may have misspoke. A lot of them are untranslatable because a lot of them are even unreadable uh, or oh. were destroyed or um, lost in some way. What we have been able to translate and transcribe is a lot of what I've already told you and a lot of the stuff we use in our teachings here. Okay, well, thank you. I appreciate you explaining that to me. No problem at all. If there's anything else, Uh, let me know. Oh. No, no, sorry, I'm I'm talking to the voice in the sky. Okay. While they are talking, I will take a look around and just see if there is actually a security presence. That they, do they have some sort of team in place that mind the place? 
Um, yeah. Having a look around and now after talking to uh, Pastor Prudence and you see her garb, you see a good number of clerics um, around wearing the same garb and you see a lot of um, what look like town guard also. So they have the like town guard kind of armor set, but then would have like a, a pelor tabard on them. So they have a specifically assigned guard to the temples as well. Okay, so I'm imagining that these patrol even um, come closing hours. Oh, yeah, you would say. Um, yeah, as like the outer, this area you're in now is shut to public after um, nightfall. But of course, all the clerics still live here and must do their work. And you assume that uh, they're here and also the guards are here. Or there's some sort of rotation or something. Okay. Can I go over to the glass floor bit and do like a very intense looking prayer, like just like really ham it up, but like uh, maybe even do like a bow into the ground and like be like praying on on the ground, maybe like with like very like intensely just to look into the ground and like do a big sweep in underneath to see if I can see anything in the roof, like underneath part of the, <laughs> the temple. Sure, give me a perception check. You can't walk on the glass, but you can get up beside it. Yeah, like, well, as close as I possibly can, so yeah. I can just be like, you know, like, see... Peepers. Get a, get a sweep. Yeah. yeah. Um, perception check, is it? Yeah. I should make you roll a religion check to see how good you are at Pelorian prayer. I can try and do that first, if you want. <laughs> no, it's fine. Uh, that was a two plus two, so that's four. It's a great big hole, and there's a tomb in it. Hmm. Um, you, while you even with a four, you do notice that it is all illuminated through the through the light coming in through the stained glass window, um, through the dome high above you, and it's quite far down, maybe like 30, 40 feet directly down, and you can make out patches where maybe there used to be corridors and chambers going off from this wall, like underneath, mm. um, but it's now all just one single solid column down, and there's one small door in the corner. Of of it, of yeah, like on the floor beside the the sarcophagus is a door that that makes sense because uh, Prudence did say that they do service the area from time to time to keep it tidy. Yeah, so the way you'd have to get into it is through the glass, or you'd go down and get into that door, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah some other way that you can't tell. Yeah, yeah, perfect. It's a big hole in the ground, and there's like a big stone sarcophagus in there, and a door. Like, pretty. Say that on the pamphlet. Uh, nah, but like, it's got like a picture of it on the front with the like. It's quite good though. I think this like whoever did this art is like you know on it. Okay. Um. Um, It's worth keeping in mind. It'll be a very ballsy move, I think. Still ballsy, right? Like huge balls. Hmm. I'm almost thinking we should potentially leave a. What uh, a anonymous letter warning them? Oh, yeah. So they're on high alert or something. Mm. Like from BB or what were you thinking? It it'd be interesting if we left it from BB themselves. That could potentially just kind of maybe cause. But I am more going to rob the place, BB. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just kind of create a weird complicated i think if uh 
just like we left as concerned citizen, you know? Mm. CC. Yeah. Oh. We could still just put, you know. Yeah, it's not a bad okay idea. I've had a look around, and there is guards that have a livery of the cathedral, so I imagine they are security. I didn't want to ask mm-hmm. because it had seemed suspicious. I <laughs> definitely agree with you. Are you security for this place? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. This one, like, this seems like the last one you'd go for, wouldn't it? It's like this one seems like the big heist at the end, you know? Like, million yeah, I, gold vault. I do agree with you there, you know? like. But I, I do like being extra cautious and maybe putting a little note in somewhere. So I don't know. Um, can I also? <laughs> is there anything like anything I can take, or even if it's a knickknack, even if it's like, is there like a shop? Is there like a pelor shop? Oh, there's, yeah, there's definitely a, there's definitely like a small desk by the door that has little like knickknacks and that you can that you can pick up. Uh, okay, and, and is there anything that's sun, sun keychain? Is there anything that's not that that's like a little bit better than that? <laughs> by better than that, I mean shit I shouldn't take. <laughs> um. Give me a perception check. Oh, come on. Don't fail me. Okay. So twice as bad... <laughs> twice as good as last time. So a four plus two is six. Six. Yep. Everything is so gold and glittery and covered in sunlight. Yeah, probably wouldn't be able to take it. Ivor, will you help me steal something? Just something small. Like that's important. Come on, Ooh, just something good. I... <laughs> I, I kind of just I'll point at the keyring, but you can just have that 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 obnoxious uh, sun face keyring. Oh, but it's so obnoxious. <laughs> do um, do I hear this? I'm whispering, and only yeah. doing it here, Ivor. <laughs> <laughs> probably not. I mean, you'll probably see Ivor wince at least. <laughs> Fine, I'll get the keychain. Maybe we can replace it later when we get to a better Temple of Pella or something somewhere else. How much is the sure? How much is the terrible keychain? Five silver. <laughs> you you just got fifty gold this episode. Damn. Yeah, but I don't want to give the, it to the shitty keychain. The person behind the person behind the <laughs> desk dips it in holy water, blesses it, wraps it in a small piece of paper, and goes, "Be the light, be with you. Be the yeah, light, be with you. Him. May the light be with you." Yeah, I suppose that's some. Uh, can I like c- try and do like my classic like, uh, Yo Pelor? You feel me, bro? <laughs> no. Do I sense anything? <laughs> Give me a religion. Give me a religion check. Okay, I'm switching dice. Come on, red dice. Okay, much better. Religion check. Fourteen. You look into each corner of the cathedral ceiling. You hear nothing. <sighs> it's all right. Um, I'm going to buy a squishy. Sun stress ball, and I'm going to give it to Stefan. Oh, write <laughs> down, write down five silver. Instantly, just put it into a death grip. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pat his arm if I see him like strangling this thing. Oh, thank um, you. So what? What uh, now, brown cows? I wanted to swipe something, and then I guess if I can't and I buy this instead, I'll just be like, all right, mausoleum? Sure. Let's check out the mausoleum. 
Sweet. And that's Batman noises. Um, yeah, and that's Matron of Raven. So that's a different place, but still within the city as well, isn't it? Yeah, it's not one of the ruins you picked out earlier. It's the mod current oh, no, no, modern yeah, no, I know. temple. But it's uh, like I mean, yeah, it's in the it's, city. It's still in within city limits, so to speak. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So, Gwen, you don't feel like um, using disguise self and having a sleep over here. I I'm not gonna lie, that did cross my mind. I did study that past of prudence's <laughs> form for a couple of seconds, um. But I don't know. Should we? Maybe I could do it later. I could, you know, I could sneak in later. I, your prayer to Pelor was really convincing. I mean, like they definitely would have bought that. And if you don't decide sky self on top of that, I can only imagine they'd probably think you're the archdeacon or something. <laughs> hey, hey, I could be. Thank you. I'm I'm so glad we're getting along better, and you know, you, you, we are seeing the better aspects of each other. Uh, it's re it's really nice. It's it's lovely. Thank you. Huh? Just compliments you just gave me, you know? Oh. Okay. And then I just keep going. <laughs> yeah. Can I can I I'm still uh, I know he's full of shit, but like can I do you want me to insight him? No. <laughs> okay, that's fine. I mean no, like the like PC on PC relationship is is how he interpreted the vast majority of the time unless we need to go to the dice so what no, you no, think is... i would imagine that she would think he's full of shit oh yeah, yeah that's... okay that's fine, that's fine. With, with your previous relationship over yeah. the last two days then you would exactly think that yeah okay sweet great uh <laughs> stefan uh i would say if this is a thing here <laughs> he would have just picked up a wee i i imagine there's a map of all the different like sites to see around the city and just pick oh, up yeah, one on yeah. his way out here. Yeah. yeah, get a little get a little map of the city. Uh, hop on, hop off to our map. But it's Excellent. walking because no one has invented yeah. a bus yet. <laughs> I could I mean I could see a gondola, but I whether that's Ooh. come here, who knows? There's definitely gondola, yeah. Gondola. Gondola. Two different songs, but it was good. Um yeah, gondolas definitely exist. Definitely to get, um, like, the old way to get across the rivers and stuff with barges, um, like, really large barges that would just be pulled across, like, by manpower. But now there's gnomish bridges that go up and down. Um, but there's still gondola. Um, so, yes, leaving the church of St. Julius, heading to Temple of the Matron Ravens and to the mausoleum. Um, Yes, correct. Correct. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, wheat. Yes. So, make your way over. Yeah, you leave um, with the last dregs of people coming out of the temple as night begins to fall. And it's nice fitting that you're going in from light to darkness um, as you make your way over to the mausoleum. Yeah, so the uh, Temple to the Matron Ravens is much less gaudy, much more functional. Um, high arch uh, buttresses and windows, um, uh, very simple laid out inside, just pews with the, with the central aisle and a small altar and ceremony area up the top. To get to the mausoleum, however, you don't even need to go inside. There is gates beside it that you can just get through. 
and it's quite vast and large. And the first thing you noticed is that there's lots of fancy and ornate tombstones and tombs. And even in some places, there's small, smaller crypt buildings for more important people or their families. Giving a walk around, um, you do eventually find, um, it takes you a couple of minutes, but you do eventually find a crypt um, to Barney Hubert. So you see a um, square or a rectangular um, archway um, opening into kind of a small mound or hillock that has been built up. And you can see um, the his name along with the names of his family um, that are buried in here. What was he? Is he halfling or what race is Bernie? Uh, Bernie is a human. Okay, Bernie's human. Great. I'll double check that. Prudence was a halfling, just so you're cool. aware. Great. Yeah, Barney was a human. Great. <laughs> Good thing he wasn't a. <laughs> I don't know something else because <laughs> PP is probably not not human. Um, well, it could be. Um, can I do a? I'll just do my ritual cast. Uh, detect magic from my book, so I just kind of like, yeah, swish it in front of my face and get my like third detect magic eye again. Sure. Yeah. So um, yeah, thirty feet, isn't it? Yeah. So you can pretty much magically see pretty much all the crypt just from the inside or the outside of it here. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing um, pops up except for a small blip inside one of the sarcophaguses, um, a small blip of abjuration. Um, you're probably thinking it's a ring of some description. Right. And is, that's not the one that's Barney's specifically? It's inside the crypt. Are you going into the crypt and looking at their individual tombs? Yeah, can we? Is it, should we, I don't know, maybe take a look, do, do a sketch, look around first? Um, yeah, give me a perception check. Anyone who wants to have a look around, see what they can see around the place. Yeah, I can please, please that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm rolling terribly perception checks. Better. Uh, Seventeen. Uh, nine. Yeah, there hasn't been very many dice rolls. Twenty-one. Oof. Fourteen. Oh. So what was those numbers again? Twenty-one, fourteen, seventeen. Yeah. So you see a few other. Um, I was about to say customers, but uh, you see a few other people um, visiting what looks like family and uh, or other areas or some people just having a walk around. It's it's quite beautiful, even though it is quite um, gothic and dark. Um, if you've ever been to like Glasgow Necropolis, it's kind of got that kind of same vibe to it. But yeah, you don't really see anything out of the ordinary. You see people attending to two graves and two tombs. So you walking into this crypt, it's open, so it wouldn't look weird or anything. Cool. Go in. Yeah, go in carefully, just in case. And be, like, very on the lookout for, like, magical things. Yeah, you don't see anything else as you come in. There is just, um, now that you have tapped into the energies of magic, um, there is, of course, just, like, low levels of necromancy everywhere. But with this many dead bodies in one place, that makes sense. It's just it's just like it's like trace amounts, if you want to call it that. It just peaks your you know it's there, but it's not like, oh zombies are gonna jump out of me in any moment. Yeah. My EFG meter's on low. 
Yes. <laughs> One star. Um, that's what you get right now. So yeah, you make your way in. Um, everybody heading in? Yeah, yeah. let's go ahead. Yes, so yeah. Sure thing. Yeah, everyone have, heading in, and uh, there's kind of a almost semicircle layout as you enter. And in the center, you see um, a plaque um, with uh, a tomb, small, ornate kind of sarcophagus tomb with Barney Hubert on it. To his right, you see one that says, get these names right. Yeah, to Barney's right, you see one that says Jackson Hubert, uh, beloved of Barney Hubert. And to his left, you see Emily Hubert, um, his daughter. So he was married to a man? Yes. Class. Go on the case. Sorry. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Fantasy Out of world. Anything can happen. I know, I know, I know. I, as Dave, do not think he could be evil because he is a gay man, but... Because <laughs> he's a gay man. <laughs> <laughs> Gwen does not have that same... <laughs> and I just, I don't you know remember those and... two guys in the woods in one of our other campaigns? They yeah, were they were evil. Yeah, they were. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm biased, okay? Um, I have right. I haven't met all my gay guys evil. <laughs> <laughs> Can I um, be the episode then? <laughs> I haven't met all my gay guys evil. <laughs> yeah, that's the quote. That's the out of context quote. Yeah. Um, yeah. When I look, okay, I need to get back this... to out of context quotes. <laughs> this the, yeah when i have the magic on it it's not this one that has the ring in it is it or the the sense of like a ring or something or a necklace or whatever you said you, yeah you see you see the small ping um from barney's of abjuration magic and you don't know you don't can't obviously see it but it, the 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 thing is so small mm. the source of energy that it probably would be a ring or an amulet or something it's like probably a, a thing that he was buried with that he would wear on him Okay, cool. Makes sense. I mean, if I anything, know. the fact you're getting a ping kind of suggests that it's more there. likely they're still buried. Yeah. Yeah. Is this stone? It is? Yes. Okay, great. Yeah, it's not it's, loose it's enough from old earth. <laughs> no, 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 it wasn't that. I was just making sure that I shouldn't be able to see through because like, it it's up. one foot. It's one foot of stone. For detect magic to see through, so it's probably not that thick, is it? Because foot is deep or big, thick. Mm. Oh yeah, foot is it's like a couple of inches, which yeah, is still okay. a lot of stone. So, yeah, yeah. So I can I can see th I should be able to see through it. Um. So yeah, I'll yeah. tell the rest of the guys and just be like, I didn't. Oh, I, I for even I forgot about that part of detect magic, but yeah, yeah it's, it's definitely still thin enough. I'm just yeah. being honest. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I'm getting like a ping of like abjuration magic. I think it might be like a little ring or an item or something in him in there with him, like a necklace or something. But that would make me think he's in there. Should mm. we? Does it look like we could slide the top off and check quickly? Or if there's like a little hole that Ratsy could maybe go in? Mm. Maybe. Um, you definitely don't think you'd be able to slide it off. Um, it's pretty old. Um, you would have to break it apart. If, do you want to give me an investigation check to see if, if you can get? You don't even. Uh, oh, although Ratsy was gone when Stefan woke up this morning. What? Um... I forgot about <laughs> that part. <laughs> I, I murdered him and finished the job. <laughs> oh. oh my god. 
rough. <laughs> I totally <laughs> forgot about that. And 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 yeah. One thing with the point. No. Stefan disappeared <laughs> like a bluff of sand. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. No. Yeah, you spend a little bit more time with your little uh, bag of treats. Uh. You realize that they only last a certain amount of time. Oh. Maybe that was the real catalyst for the event. Um. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there is no Ratsy. You could potentially pull Ratsy out again, but there's also many different. Yeah, could pull out a giant pig or something. Yet, um, <laughs> at least you have lots uh, of Ratsy. Yeah, kind of a, yeah, I'll do as Dave was saying and have a look around for any holes or that. Yeah, I'll yeah give me an investigation check. Yeah, take advantage. You do do. Nope. Nope. I would like oh, to twelve. Twelve. Uh, yeah, one sec. I'm wrong. Um, yeah, with the twelve, yeah, this thing looks tight. Um, you get the idea that this guy had a lot of money, which makes sense from the reports of what Gwen found out, anyways. So this is pretty good quality shit housing him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ivar. Hmm. Um, no, like just hearing that is kind of interesting. Uh. I was kind of thinking I'd look around to make sure that this is this was actually the actual tombs, but hearing that, it probably doesn't sound like something that's been somehow repurposed. Uh, I guess, yeah, that's kind of like what, the only thing I was thinking of doing, just checking the office, authenticity of the the text, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, what is everyone's passive perception? Oh no. 13. Uh, 12. 12. Uh, 15. 15. It's, it's your perception 10. plus 10, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Darby, you are the first one to notice this. As you're looking at these sarcophagi and these tombs, as people are getting a little bit closer, Darby, you're the first one to notice the there's a small amount of light coming in from the torches outside, and you brought a torch in with you as well. You were the first to notice that some of the shadows that the torches are throwing. What? How, how does that verb again? Casting. Casting. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> throwing shadows. <laughs> you're the first to notice. That, uh, you're the first to notice that some of the shadows these torches are casting are coalescing into um, some sort of figure. And Gwen, you're probably the second to notice it as um, towards the end of your dispel ma- or detect magic, you get some more pings of necromatic energy and they're a little bit stronger this time as the shadows around each of these sarcophagi turn into a familiar type of being uh, that you encountered when you first met. Three shadowy hooded Large undead spiritual figures loom over you and roll initiative. She wow, all right, all right, all dun right. dun dun, son of a shade. Okay, what did we get? 13. 13 for Stefan, 16. 16 for Ivor. Maybe what did you get for initiative? Oh, and 21 for me. Ooh. Yeah, Dixie one second boy. now until, and then I'll Dixie. get them. I'll get them all off you again. Yep. Okay. What were everybody's initiatives? Uh, Darby got twenty-one. Ivor got sixteen. Stefan got thirteen, and then I got a twelve. Sweet. 
Um, unfortunately, these shadows have a surprise round on you, as none of you were perceptive enough to detect that they were moving towards you. Um, so I'm going to say the three out of the four of you that were closest to the sarcophagi were everyone except Darby. I think fair, that's yeah. fair. <laughs> so each oh, one of yeah. you, each one of you feel an amorphous chilling hand um, come out at you as the the shadows kind of co- coalesce and grip against your chest. So we'll go for um, Ivar first. Okay. Um, I have a question. Now, I'm surprised, but that, does that remove my reaction as well? Yes. Okay, yeah. Oh, no, it removes your reaction um, until it is your turn. No problem. In okay. initiative. So, yeah, so actually you will know this by the rules of um, surprise, that all of you go first in initiative, and then they go, but you spend your action being surprised, but you have your, oh. you have your reactions back. Um, they are last in initiative, but they still get to go before you, if that makes sense, um, because okay. you all were surprised this turn. Um, so you have your, you do have your reaction back. All right. Well, I, I'm fine taking my hit, but that's good to know. Awesome. Twenty-three. Twenty-three will hit. Do do do. You're going to take six necrotic damage. Okay. And your strength score reduces by four. Right, okay. As you feel them seep the energy out of you and out of your muscles and veins as you feel weaker. I remember that. <laughs> and Stefan, you might remember it a little bit more right now as I, as I, as I go again. I rolled a natural two, though, so you, um, with your danger sense, dodge out of the way as you're like, not this time. <laughs> And for Gwen, that's a 19. Gwen on 19. So I'm mm. going to use my reaction now. Okay. And suddenly the cloud rune on Ivor's kind of armor will start glowing as basically the position where that one shade is twisting and the position where the shade in front of it or behind me is twisting. So that, like, looking at them, it's almost like the ground they're on is stretching and, like, crushing until you know the shade in front of uh Gwen hits the shade in front of me cool yeah so as you see um this kind of like temporal spatial shift as the rune on Ivar's chest glows and where um Gwen you knew that this thing was coming right for your chest and it was going to be pretty bad of damage um, you're going to take 10 necrotic damage, but you, f- you don't feel any of it. And then you look over at this other shade behind Ivar as you see a claw kind of gripping and grab around that. However, the <laughs> they are immune to necrotic damage, so there is no damage. Say, there is no damage so. passed over, and I'm going to say because they're immune to necrotic damage that they also don't get the strength sap, because that makes no sense. Um, but... You saved Gwen a lot of damage. Um, it was very, very cool. Um, I've had a look of like, thank you so much. That's the important thing. Excellent. 
So we're back up to the top of the initiative. Nobody is surprised, especially not Darby Galandry Flash Gears. He is up first. Okay. I am going to take out my new gun. <gasps> have we a name yet? Do we get a name? We do have a name. Oh. I'm going to call it Brass Rain. Ooh. Ooh. Nice. We're all taking these down in our notes. <laughs> and is that, that rain is your or pistol. Yeah. I love that. Rain is into rain or, or something like rain. Yeah, yeah. Rain is in precipitate. Yes. <laughs> it's gonna rain brass on your ass. Precipitate um, on these bitches. <laughs> and I am going to spend a grit point to do a dazing shot. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's see if you hit, and then we'll we'll resolve the jamming yep. shot. Let's go, Miss Daisy. Uh, okay, that's twenty-five to hit. Oh yeah. And it, I'll do the damage, and then we'll do the Constitution save and draw, I guess. Yep. Um. So. Which one are you shooting at? Uh, the one near Ivor. Okay. The one that. Struck. Yeah. Uh, so that is 10 damage. 10 damage. The Your new gun fires at your first live test, live, quote unquote, mm-hmm. test subject. Um, and you'd see it pierce directly through it. Um, it doesn't do as much damage as you think, but it does dissipate some of the shadow. Um, now read me what Dazing Shot does. Okay, so... Uh... On a hit, the creature suffers normal damage and must make a constitution saving throw or suffer disadvantage on attacks until the end of their next turn. Oh, that is very good. I thought it was going to be a condition thing and I was just going to like hopefully drop all of its condition immunities on your ass, but <laughs> you sat around it. <laughs> um, constitution saving throw. What is your, um, what's your grit save DC or whatever it's called? Would it be by my wisdom? Um, I think so. We can double check this. Um, it got a twelve. Uh, trick shot DC is eight plus proficiency plus dex. Ooh, that's nice. Oh, that uh, is nice. It's gonna be high. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry than it. And two eight. is ten, and five is fifteen. Fifteen, yeah, I got a twelve. Um, if it was if it was your wisdom. I would have um, uh, <laughs> was your wisdom, wisdom three? Plus three. Yeah. Oh, so, nice. So. Even if it was your wisdom, would have fine. So yes, this one now has what disadvantage on attacks for the next turn? Uh, yes. Sweet. Nice one. Um, excellent. And so I'm gonna I... go back a bit to test the range on my new firearm. <laughs> as you <laughs> as you back your way a bit out the door, give me a perception check. It's got, and I'm sure that made a big bang as well. <laughs> that is perception. That's a dirty twenty. Yeah, you out of the corner of your eye, just over the, just around the corner, um, over past some other tombstones, you see another shadowy figure cast a spell and disappear. Oh, and like is, was it the dimension door thing again? It looked very similar, if not the same. Oh, You're okay. not, not very magically inclined. Um, 
Walker. Uh, that's your turn, and now we go to Ivar. Okay. Uh, so, oh, with regards to losing that those four points of strength, are those um, just four, like, that's not four to my modifier, that's just four to my overall score. Gore, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you okay. were 16, you're now 12, kind of thing. Thankfully, I so, was 19. Okay, 15. So you're still plus two. That's still good. Yeah. Okay, so... so yeah, bonus... so just whatever's okay. listed as your... Yeah, so you're basically minus two. You took four points, which is minus two on your modifier. Fair enough. No problem at all. Okay, so... Um, first, Firstly, uh, for the bonus action, I am going to invoke Giant's Might. <gasps> Ooh... Which is basically going off. to... Mm -hmm. uh, so bonus action, if you're smaller than large, you become large. Uh, anything you're wearing becomes large. Uh, and I believe if I can't become large, I just become whatever, like... I become... Yeah, your size doesn't change, but the other benefits still apply. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Suddenly, like, Ivor is, like, pretty tall for a dwarf. He's, like, Four two, but yeah, he suddenly becomes ten feet tall. Rooms room scale allowing anyway, and uh, yeah, yeah it's, so... it's, it's, the ceiling isn't quite ten feet tall, so you're you're a little bit like wide stanced to make yourself like almost like sumo sit into the room, but you like <laughs> you're there's still like loads of more space horizontally, vertically is a little bit challenging, but horizontally you still have loads of space. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That that mohawk is all smushed up right now. Pretty much. <laughs> and uh, yeah, just grabbing out that uh, big hammer, and I'm going for that uh, one shade right next to Gwen. Go for it. Okay. Okay, so that is uh, nine. That will miss, unfortunately. No problem. I'm going to action surge. Let's see if I can hit the next one. Go for it. Much better. That is, uh, let me see here. Yeah, 19. Oh, yeah. Cool. Okay, and I'm going to invoke my fire rune on this hit. Oh, pop off yeah. this. Let's go. <laughs> so going for uh, using the hammer two-handed. So that's a d10. Plus uh, two fire dice, plus my giant smite, which is another t6. Oh, nice. Yeah. Boom. So that's six, plus six, 12, plus five. Wow. Yeah, 12, 17, and two. 19 damage. And it has to pass a. Uh, DC 13 saving throw, or it'll be restrained. Okay, so um, that, that was all. Yeah, that was a lot. That was all bludgeoning and fire damage, right? Yep, yeah, that is. Uh, um, so okay, that's so yeah, uh, they... specifically that's seven fire damage and twelve okay. bludgeoning. Okay, so that it gets halved, unfortunately. Um, so they take nine total damage. And as your so, how does your fire shackles? How do they operate? So, um, as soon as like the fire just kind of uh, strikes it and covers it, the the fire begins to actually split and kind of concentrate 
on its wrists of the shadow, kind of. I'm, does the shadow have wrists, or would it be kind of almost like a more pseudo wrist? <laughs> pseudo wrists, yeah. And uh, okay, so from those two points, the, from the ground, kind of like around it, the ground suddenly forms into kind of like just perfect, like normal-looking manacles that just kind of spring out and grab, and then just kind of become a very kind of hot orange-looking color, just kind of like you know, basically. The temperature, like the color you'd imagine, like if you held a torch under it for like an hour or two, nice as it's kind thing. of just grappled the, the creature. So yeah, that, that 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 poor shade is kind of restrained now. Unfortunately, they are not. They are immune to being restrained. Yeah, they're immune <gasps> to being. Restrained. Gotcha. Oh, you horrible gotcha. man! He just wanted no to do his thing. <laughs> No I, I still wanted to hear how cool it was because it's really cool. <laughs> um, but unfortunately, unfortunately, as the your shackles grip or attempt to grip, um, uh, the shadow just wriggles and they fall to the floor and dissipate into ash as the shadow is ready. Now looking at you, looking again. It's amorphous body is in your direction. Okay, fair enough. Sorry, no, I've heard <laughs> it. was very cool, but I'm just sorry they're mute to be restrained. No, 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 um, it's cool. Is that your go? That's my go. Perfect. Stefan, it is your go. Cool. I would say Stefan was waiting all day for this. <laughs> <I'm not> <laughs> <laughs> so as quick as he can, grabs out uh, Shepherd's Warning. Yeah. Let's out a on godly yell that would almost sound goat-esque, as I imagine <laughs> like the uh, top, the goat head on his uh, staff starts to glow a wee bit, and that oh. great thick wee quiff on the top of his head kind of splits into two and maybe gets a bit curlier. Reminiscent of some horns. Uh, <laughs> and goes into rage. <laughs> so, um and yeah, then dive just yeah, just dive into the air at one of them with um Shepherd's warning and I'd say Ramsey is just caught up in the whole moment and charges at the same time. Yes, yeah. Ramsey almost also looks bigger and more emboldening as as he charges beside you. Work. And yeah, go for where are the shades around us now, sir? They're just kind of uh, around the room. They're just right beside you. Okay. Uh, if he were to hit one of the sarcophagus accidentally, that would be fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if you roll uh, either really well or really badly. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, so I'll roll for Shepherd's Warning first. So bloop, bloop, bloop. That is 16. That'll hit. Cool. And then that's 2d6. Oh, I'm going blind. There we go. That is a plus five is thirteen. Uh, but that'll get halved, I guess. But anyway, that will get halved, but it's still enough to finish off um this one that you've been wailing on. Um, as you like leap into the air, and uh, how do you want to finish this first shadow? Yeah, I, I would say um, it almost like he almost jumps too high, <laughs> and then just brings the head <laughs> straight down in front of him, and is almost like diving down upon this shape. Nice. 
Uh, yeah, you this yeah. the the shadows dissipate away, and as the light catches them from the torches once more, they just become light and go back to their normal place as shadows. But there's still two more shades remaining. Oh. Yeah, I suppose Ramsey would have went for the same one, so um that is me then. Sorry? Yeah, no problem. Yeah, no problemo. Uh perfect. Gwen. Cool. Um, are the boys both standing directly beside the others? Or do they move <laughs> over to my one? Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> no, it, it, uh, you're all pretty much like within 10, 15 feet of everybody. Except for 10, Darby, he's maybe like 20. He's, he's, uh, <laughs> Darby is a little about 20, 20 feet away, maybe at the door of the crypt. Is there one that's five feet away from the boys? Like further than five feet? Um, no, they're both engaged with all of them. You're, you're engaged with all of them, unfortunately. Do it. Oh, I'm engaged with all of them as well. <laughs> <laughs> Who whispered do it? Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so even though they killed the one that was fighting you, I, I don't know if, that, I don't know if that's them. Billy or Steph had coming out, but it's one of those. <laughs> um, no, one of them will get a swipe at you. Okay, I'm going to fireball. But you can walk away, but one of them will get a swipe at you. Yeah, I'm going to fireball. Firebolt. Yeah. Yep. It's only an 11. That will just miss as you, like, look around and, like, try and get your bearings. Oh, which spell will I use? Which one will work best? You eventually fire a firebolt, but it just misses as they dodge out of the way. Oh, they were in melee with me, so it would have been a disadvantage, so it would have been even worse. No, yeah, so it was, yeah, it was still a five. Um... Cool. Uh, then I will try to get away. Do they both yeah. get opportunity swings or just one? Um, I'm going to roll to see which one does, just because one of them does have disadvantage. The one with disadvantage gets to roll, I guess, to swipe at you. Oh, yay. Um, misses a nine. Yes. Okay, and then so I will get back to get to out to the door as well beside Darby. Yeah, back up to Darby. Yeah. Now it is. Sweet. Now it is the one with disadvantage. They're going to go for. Uh, um, the big, big guy in the middle of the room. They're both big. Natural two, Mrs. Ivar. They're both big. One of them is now slightly bigger. Um, giants, I might say. And the other one is going to go for you, Stefan. Um, mm-hmm. Natural one. Mrs. Mm. I'm rolling super hot. That's um, what you get for denying the cool fire tackles. <laughs> As Stefan in his new goat bouncy form and Ivar in his large giant's might impressive form, you're able to ward off these things as somehow you confuse them and they miss you. And Darby, back you up to the top do, that? do what? This! Look at them! He's huge and no one's like park goat or something. Yeah. Also, nice gun, by the way. He has grown a foot or two, I think. Yeah, a couple. <laughs> And then just yeah, <laughs> continue with the fight. <laughs> Darby, it's your turn. Okay, I will take a shot at the one I hit previously. Yeah. Yep. That is a nineteen. That hit? No, 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 nineteen. And max damage fifteen. <laughs> oh, nice. that does get halved, but they're very hurt now. So that is seven damage. Ouchies. Anything else for Darby? 
Um, I just look to to go in and say, we got to work on your aim. <laughs> any, re- <laughs> any retort before we move on to Ivor's turn? <laughs> no, she's trying. She's trying to grow as a person. She just ignores him or just nods. Just nods. Ivar, it's your go. Okay. Yep. Yeah, uh, so I'm going to just draw a hand axe. Would that be an action, or would that be a free action? No, nope. kind of free cool. action. Cool. So yeah, I'm gonna yep draw a hand axe, and so I'm, I'm dual wielding effectively. Gonna go for good old uh, bonk with the hammer on uh, the guy who is yeah the the, the wounded shade. Let's say. Yeah, one that Darby's been shooting at. Mm-hmm. Okay, that is eight. That'll miss, unfortunately. Okay, gonna go with the other hammer, uh, the haddocks, sir. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a seven. Terrible. <laughs> oh no! So, yeah, even even with your new, larger, more impressive form, the strength that was drained out of you earlier you're still feeling the effects as you get used to this new power it's very like conflicting feelings of great strength but also weakness and it's just messing up with ivar's swing hey what are you trying to say he's always impressive Uh, extra impressive (laughs) (laughs) Uh, stefan it is your go uh yeah still probably a little bit feral i'll take a backhanded swing at this shade. Go for it. Dun-dun-dun. Will I do... Yeah, let's just do a reckless attack. Why not? Uh, boop, boop. So, that's good that I did. Uh, that was 18. Got it. Uh, 8 damage, so down to 4, right? You're just hitting... Bingo every single time. That's the exact number you needed again. (laughs) Without even looking, just swing your emboldened maul behind you and knock the socks off of a second shadow. Can can we call that a bingo bonk? (laughs) (laughs) And and shouts aloud, bingo bonk. It is heard through all of Eastern <laughs> Norl Bank. The words bingo bonk. Um, Some say you sweet. can hear it till this day. <laughs> uh, sweet. Anything else? Um, no, that's me. Perfect. Uh, Gwen. Oh, um, yeah. I'll just try and. Um, they're both all still too close to him because they both just. Oh yeah, they're all so. still in melee. I will firebolt again. Yeah. Which one is this? No, that's the blue one. Whoopa. Ooh, 18 plus 6, uh, 24. Yep. Boom. That's a big old 3. 3, so it gets half to 1. Yeah, so. <laughs> what? Because even though. What? They're immune to. Resistant to magic? They're resistant to the fire damage, yeah. Fucking balls! Okay. <laughs> yeah, her little fire air, paper airplane, and like, lights like... on fire and goes, and then just kind of. Caresses it gently. <laughs> oh well, <laughs> this happens. Sweet. Um, so yes, the, it's now the shadows go again. It is going to attack Ivar. 
um, as it can sense that you've already been, um, uh, some strength is already taken from you. But I think this will miss a 13. That will um, indeed. So yeah, you're still able to dodge out of the way. Even though you're not able to get some purchase, you're still able to maneuver out of the way of the grip. Back up to Darby. Okay, I will take another shot at it. Pew pew. Uh, 21 to hit. Oh, yes. That is 12 damage. 12 damage. Oh, well, real big numbers here, Darby. Um, mm. Ouch. So take six. It's looking a little hurt now. Um, it only had the fireball damage beforehand. Anything else, Darby? Uh, no, that's me. Ivar. Okay, going to go for another attack on this guy. Yes, come on, double bonk. <laughs> oh, much better. That is a 23. Ooh. Oh, yes. So hammer is d8 plus d6, and uh, what would be my modifier for this is 2. So, okay, cool. So, okay, uh, that's uh, just Dice about 10 down. damage. Uh, 10 damage, so that's half to 5. This thing is looking very hurt. Okay. As you're slicing and bonking through it. First the bonk, now let's go for the hand axe, which I guess about this size is basically just an axe at this point. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> so that's 16. For you, it's still a hand axe at your impressively large size. Um, yes, that hits. Yeah. So first six got a four, second six got a two, and that's added with another two, so that's eight damage, half to four. Bingo again, that is the number you needed. How do you want to finish off this last shadow? I love Bingo so I almost kind of picture just like the first kind of uh, slam almost kind of renders the shade almost kind of withered after this, it kind of barely forming together. And then the slice is kind of cuts right through it and it just kind of dissipates nice yeah so the, the shadows return back to their normal place um in the corners that light can't touch and there's nothing else threatening you as you stand in this crypt and that is where we are going to leave it for this episode of adventuring for dummies and oh. uh, yeah see where next time what will happen in the steps of the palace? No, that's a different uh, musical. Um, yeah, we'll see what will happen next time as they try and figure out where maybe these shadows came from, if they came from anywhere, and what else they the dummies do on their adventure. So, yeah. Anybody, any closing words, feelings, remarks? I think we should call Bingo this Bongo? episode Bingo Bong. Bingo bonk! Bingo bonk! <laughs> We're carrying bingo bonk ahead in all campaigns now. Definitely, yeah, so, definitely. So, <laughs> dictionary. BB, bingo bonk. Yeah! BB, bingo bonk! You figured it out! <laughs> oh, hell, bingo bonk! And on, the, on that note, it's uh yeah on that note it's a bingo bonk for me <laughs> it's a bingo bonk <laughs> for me a bingo bonk for me a bingo bonk for me bingo bonk <laughs> yeah bingo bonk <laughs> bye <laughs> bye everyone see you next week bye bye
Hey, this is Dave of the Gwen Persuasion. Just to let you know, you can follow us on our socials by searching Adventuring for Dummies. And you can tweet at us at A4DPod or by using hashtag A4DPod on Twitter. That's the number four, not F-O-R. Uh, we would also love if you gave us a rating and review and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks for listening and see you guys next week.